This is the Friday, March 11th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. Busy, busy basketball weekend going on, but like always, we'll get you in and out in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. For the second straight day, I am Doug Kazarian, joined by Anita Marks. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. It's Friday. Let's get it going. Man, it we're just, I like... I'm count. I don't know about you, Doug, but like I'm counting down the days and the hours to March Madness. I can't wait. And you're, I mean, you're in Vegas. You're in the thick of it. I'm so jelly. Well, yeah, it's already underway. Obviously, we have games going on today. We had games going on yesterday. Uh, this is my. I personally prefer Champ Week, uh, just because there's so many more games, and I think they're easier to bet on because you kind of have the the regular season meetings and all that. We'll get to college in a moment. I want to start in the association, though. A couple intriguing games. With uh, we'll start at night with Phoenix and Toronto. I think we're on opposite sides here. Why do you like the Raptors? Um, I, I like them because Van Fleet is back, and he's just he's such an important part and and such an important piece of their offense as well as their defense. Just you know, he's averaging twenty six points a game, right? Um, defensively, they're a lot better. Also, I like Scotty Barnes. By the way, over on fifteen and a half points for him tonight. I'm all over that. So. They play a very good defense and also a very slow-paced tempo type of half-court defense as well that I think is going to stifle the Suns. So, you know, I, I like the Raptors. Give me the five. Give me the five and a half. Wouldn't be surprised if the Suns win. Wouldn't be surprised if the Raptors upset them either. You know, um, they're missing a number of people. But, uh, but I'm just I'm on the Raptors with the points tonight, Doug. Okay, so I like what Phoenix is doing. I think Cam Johnson's going to return as well. Booker's already back. I just was really impressed with the win in Miami. And uh, Toronto just doesn't have it, right? They've, they've, they've obviously improved since a sl- really ugly start. And to your point, Van Vliet's back. Five is as much as I'll lay, though. I wouldn't go to five and a half, but I lean to the other side. Let's go to another game. Uh, I've talked about it in the last couple of weeks. Grizzlies, first quarter team totals hit in like 15 of 16 or something ridiculous like that. They're the highest scoring team in the NBA in the first quarter. Uh, they shoot out of the gates. The Knicks, you know, defense and pace. Uh, Knicks have been pushing the pace themselves. So I actually like this even more, but I expect Memphis to go over its team total first quarter like it has been. It was my best bet the other day on the show, and I think I'm going to keep it up, uh, keep it as my best bet. If not, it's going to be you know up there in the discussion uh, for some mind because obviously we have a ton of games and I get the weekend to choose from as well. Clippers, Hawks, Atlanta back home. This is a team that's really been struggling defensively. They're laying a relatively big number at six and a half with the clip joint in town. What do you make of? Uh, why do you like the Hawks? Yeah, I like I like Atlanta here in, in a big way. They're averaging 118 points a game. They're healthy, one of the healthiest teams right now at this late stage of the game in regards to the regular season in the NBA. They've won 11 of their last 13 at home. They have the second-rated offense in the NBA, and um, you know I think I think they they really need to rebound after a very disappointing loss to the Bucks. Meanwhile, for the Clippers, no Covington, and they're averaging 105 points a game, and also you know the trip. Coming here to the East Coast, it usually hits the East Coast teams a little bit harder than the um, the West Coast teams, a little bit harder than the East Coast teams adjusting to the time zone. So um, I, I like Atlanta. I'll, I'll lay the seven. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to the college game. The only game that really sticks out, uh, nothing like yesterday. We uh, we did well. Uh, the one that sticks out is Arizona first half. Obviously just beat or uh, just lost in Boulder, blowing a halftime lead. So it was their second regular season loss. They went 18-2 and in the regular season in Pac-12 play. 
The other loss was at UCLA. But uh, they get them on the neutral court here in Vegas. I like first half because I think they're going to storm uh, out of the gates off, you know, kind of remembering what happened last in Boulder. And they're just so loaded right now. I think Kerr's not going to play. But for the most part, I trust Arizona. And I just think the size will limit what, what CU can do. But you like the buffs for the game. I do. Um, you know, I like them. Take them at plus nine and a half. If you get them at plus ten in some places, great. Mm-hmm. They won two of their last three. Um, don't forget they beat Arizona outright, uh, towards the end of February, um, you know, by 16 points. So they've won eight of their last nine Jabari Walker, I think is going to be a force to be reckoned with in the paint. They dominate in the paint. I just think they match up well against Arizona's bigs. And as you said, Kerr, I'm not expecting him to play. I mean, Doug, he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, and no, it was a sprained ankle. We'll see. He's probably not going to play. He's probably not going to play. Yeah, I mean, and he's their leading three-point shooter. So I just think I think Colorado checks all the boxes here. And the fact that you can get them with the points, I'm all over it. It's probably my favorite college play tonight. Wow. Wow. Favorite. All right. So uh, similar spread for Duke-Miami. I lean to the Canes, but nothing special. I just don't think this Duke team is that great. Obviously, they have two elite players who are going to be top picks in the draft. And there's a lot, you know, they came out of the gates shooting lights out, but then regressed. And Syracuse hit huge shots yesterday. But getting nearly 10 with with Miami, I think I have to take it. Yeah, listen, Miami's covered their last two games against Duke. I'm not not surprised here. Charlie Moore, you know, he's great. Uh, Miami has great wing players as well. They're seven and two against the spread as a dog uh, their last nine games. And I, I would imagine, I mean, I don't know about you, like I was watching the Duke-UNC game, you know, Coach K's last game. Like, I, I don't know, like, how do you recover from that? Like, it's such, that's such a huge disappointment, Doug. Like, like you've, you know, you, you let down. E- even Coach K said, like, this was unacceptable. And then, of course, after, if you did watch the post-game festivities, you know, he did say, like, you know, I'm disappointed, but I still love you guys. But still, I don't, like... I think I think for like an 18 or 19 year old, I think that's a really huge hurdle to like get over. So, okay. you know, I just I, I really I do like Miami with the points here. I'm with you. I'm on your side. Yeah, no, it's probably my least con- with con- least conviction. But I wanted to touch on that game because it's a big game. Now, before that, one of the ones I like the most, I have two plays I really like in college. One of them is Arkansas minus three, three and a half against LSU. I don't think much of this Tiger squad. I really believe in Musselman. Uh, the Razorbacks have been so strong down the stretch. I like them at seven, plus seven fifty, eight to one to win the um, to win the tournament. Just because the bracket, Tennessee and uh, Kentucky's on the other side, so they would have to play them in the championship game. I just love what the the must bus has done down the stretch here, and uh, you know I'll lay the points against Tennessee, which I, I don't, or excuse me, against LSU, which I don't love. Do you have a, any opinion in that game? Where we'll keep it going. No, I don't have anything in that game. Um, I, I do like Mississippi State tonight um, over Tennessee. Okay. What, and, and, and what's the line there? I don't have it in front of me. Um, plus seven. Okay. So you, yeah, they beat, grab the points as we know, they, they beat, they beat South Carolina 73 to 51. They held them, to, Doug, they held them to 28% shooting. So great defense. They're a strong rebounding team. They rank 22nd in, in, in college basketball. You know, Brooks, Smith, Jeffries. I just, you know, I, I think they're going to be strong there. And um, and Tennessee, their they're bigs just don't do it for me. So I, I really do like Mississippi getting the points. Mississippi State getting the points. 
All right, and one game I'm definitely going to be on tomorrow is the under in the Mountain West Championship game. Historically, these teams just, like, battle it out over days. And uh, <laughs> that last championship game, like, just it just comes into a snail fest. I'm actually going to probably do it tonight in the San Diego State-Colorado State game. Buck 25 is the total. I'm going to play that under, too. But I'm really excited about the one on Saturday just because the way this tournament usually uh, unfolds. Uh, it's just usually a, a total, total uh, brick fest, if you will. The legs are shot by time Saturday afternoon rolls around historically when the championship game is. Okay, that'll do it. We got golf late delay, obviously. So uh, maybe maybe we'll have some uh, plays on the show for like, you know, just the way the, the rounds end and the timing of everything. But yeah. Anita, thank What's that? Say? I mean, just, just just really quick, Doug, and, and just, just to touch on the golf that people need to realize, like weather conditions down in Florida are just absolutely horrific. As we know, we had a stoppage, um, a pause yesterday. So what's happening now is those the, the, the golfers that are playing right now are finishing up their first round, and then they immediately have to play their second round, which means the golfers who had the favorable weather conditions at the start that started in the morning on Thursday are realistically Doug aren't. And again, this is all spec like, you know, like I, I don't pretend to be a meteorologist, right? Like we're just, I'm, I'm just, I'm anticipating weather conditions. So what's interesting is, you know, the golfers who had a, had favorable weather conditions to start the morning on Thursday, more than likely, are not going to play their second round until Saturday because they're expecting more stoppage today because of the weather. And Saturday is when the winds are supposed to pick up. So just, so just keep that in mind, <laughs> you know, so take a look at what the odds are out there. And, um, and, and if there's a golfer out there that's, that's doing well um, and there's some really favorable odds who it's a golfer who's, finishing up their first round right now and will play their second round today. Um, those, those golfers have advantage right now because of the expected weather conditions. Interesting. Okay. So I'm going to keep in mind, maybe live betting things along those lines. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of uh, the daily wager podcast, daily wager linear TV. Like it always is six Eastern ESPN two. We'll catch you later this evening. Thanks.